It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Here is your host, the one and only, and thank God for that, Rob Carson. Hi. Tuesday edition of the program, and Joe Biden is crawling back in the basement. What do you mean? He's going to be at a town hall tomorrow night in Baltimore. What what do you mean? Well, he's uh, not disclosing where it's going to be. Do you know why? Let's just put it into three words. Let's go Brandon. Yeah. Uh, They are afraid that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are going to gather outside of the venue and shout, uh, let's go Brandon, among other things, at the president. That's what it's all about, kids. That's what it's all about. He's going to be doing a televised uh, town hall in Baltimore with a selected crowd. This is just so ungodly Stalin-esque. He's going to do a town hall, right? But only invited guests, set up questions, massive teleprompters so he can read everything off of them. Anderson Cooper, the biggest kiss booty in the industry with regard to uh, with regard to Democrats. And it's all going to be tomorrow night. He's going to uh, field questions during the CNN live broadcast, which comes as he seeks to uh, reach agreement with lawmakers on legislative packages, on social spending and climate change mitigation and on infrastructure. And uh, the uh, SS Titanic will be uh, sailing in sailing in to uh, to Baltimore tomorrow night and they don't want to tell you where it is because they know and if I knew <laughs> I would uh, I would get people out there to uh, to protest the president's uh, town hall outside fill it up fill it up so a uh, much 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 to get to with regard to uh, covid mandates the city of Baltimore the city of Chicago uh, Northrop Grumman protests, Southwest Airlines protest, and a talk show host, two, two talk show hosts of the news. One has said either get rid of the mandate with the vaccine or I'm out of here. He's actually a friend of mine. I'll just go ahead and see. He was a friend before he was a competitor, Dan Bongino. That's what he said. He works remotely. He works at a home studio. The other one, Dennis Prager, says that he actually did what parents do with those chicken pox parties with your kids you know you just say hey they're going to get chicken pox so you might as well get it you know get it get out of the way and get that uh, immunity that lasts your lifetime with chicken pox isn't that amazing how that happens that natural immunity stuff isn't that amazing how that happens just kind of crazy so anyway uh dennis preger he intentionally put himself in harm's way after treating himself with a variety of uh, medications and whatnot uh, as a prophylaxis. And he is at home. He's not, uh, he's not at the studio with other people, but he's at home doing it. And he says that he's feeling great. So that's coming up on the show today as well. There's been a lot of just an ungodly amount of hypocrisy with regard to Democrat leadership and rules and mandates. You've seen it from the very beginning. Anthony Fauci at a Nationals game last season, height of the pandemic, sitting in the stands with no mask on. You've seen it with the mayor of uh, Washington, D.C., a mask mandate, and she immediately the same day goes to a wedding reception inside without a mask on. Lori Lightfoot just seen at a basketball game, no mask on. Uh, time and time and time again. That's what makes people go, huh, huh. Either these people have a death wish or they don't believe the BS that they're spewing about the virus. Now I want to get something very clear. I want you to mark this on your calendars. Remember this moment because I'm just going to say this one more time if I haven't made it obvious. I am not anti-vaccine. 
My family has been vaccinated. I am not anti-vaccine. I am anti-mask mandate. And when you tell someone and you force someone to do something, they will either be compliant or uh, they'll just say, you know what? No, not going to happen. Not going to happen under my watch. Not going to do that to me. No way. No how. We are a free country and you can key, you know, KMA, KMA. Well, Joe Biden went to a fancy restaurant that most of you and I can never afford. It's called DC's Fiola Mare. Fiola Mare. Um, and he was there Saturday night and he was walking through the restaurant without a mask on. Walking through the restaurant without a mask on. If this is a pandemic of a lifetime, if this is the worst pandemic in the history of mankind, if this is worse than the Black Plague and the Spanish flu and Ebola, why is the president not wearing a hazmat suit walking through the restaurant? I mean, he's an old man. He's right at right at the average age for white guys or actually guys in general to die right there. And he's got all sorts of problems. He's got uh, dementia, among other things. And he's walking through the restaurants. Now, either he has a death wish or he doesn't believe the BS that he is uh, spouting. But here is speaking of spouting. Are you ready for some hot sake? Jen Saki yesterday talking about the president and uh, why he uh, he didn't have the mask on. Thank you, Jen. Uh, there is a mask requirement inside D.C. restaurants, yet President Biden and the First Lady were not wearing masks while walking around a D.C. restaurant on Saturday. Yeah. Well, I think what we are referring to is a photo of them walking out of a restaurant after they they had eaten masked in hand. No, actually, it was, a, it was a video of the president walking for about 10 seconds through the restaurant. It was a video. Jen, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of places that people can post video out there. There's the social media places and all sorts of stuff and YouTube and, you know, Facebook and Twitter when you're not being censored because you're conservative. And where they had not yet put them back on yet. So I would say, of course, uh, there are moments when we all don't put masks back on as quickly as we should. But I don't think we should lose miss, lose the forest through the trees here. And that our objective... Lose the forest through the... What? What? ...here is to get more people vaccinated, make sure that, uh, that schools and companies around the country can put in place requirements to save more lives and this keep is her shiny object she's trying to distract everybody now people safer uh and you know not overly focus on moments in time that don't reflect overarching policy it was not just exiting the restaurant oh. he was walking through the restaurant with no mask on there is a carve out <laughs> for uh, people under two or people who are actively eating or drinking so i'm just curious why the president was doing this i think i just addressed no, you, you didn't actually. You didn't. You didn't actually. I guess he could qualify for being under two, just his intelligence level. I think he's right there. He'd be perfect. He also lied, by the way. He lied about being part of the uh, civil rights movement. I don't know if you knew this. Joe Biden is a lying liar who's lied his entire life. And, and in 1987, actually, he had to remove himself from the presidential race for lying about a bunch of stuff, including his involvement in the civil rights movement. Here he is, I believe this is uh, this weekend, talking about his involvement in the civil rights movement in Delaware, which was a hotbed of the civil rights moment back in the 60s. And he looked at me and said, Joe, you should run. I said, but I, I, I'm, I feel strongly about all these issues, but I got involved in the civil rights movement and the war. I, I, he said, Joe, you should do it. You know, it'd be nice if your inspirational stories about your life were true. You know, instead of just making up, you know, self-aggrandizement, making up stuff about yourself to make yourself better, to appear better. My life, uh, not terribly exciting. You know, uh, I'm not going to make up stuff like, you know, uh, I remember that time I rescued that family from the burning building. You know, something like that. I, no, no, it didn't happen. didn't happen. Here's Joe Biden in 19, uh, 1987 uh, spewing some more civil rights lies. This is right before he got booted from the campaign because he, he was caught lying about everything. When I marched in the civil rights movement, 
I did not march with a 12-point program. I marched with tens of thousands of others to change attitudes. He marched with tens of thousands of others in Wilmington, Delaware. Sure. We changed attitudes. When I was 17 years old, like many of you, I participated in sit-ins to desegregate the restaurants and movie houses of Wilmington, Delaware. I came out of the civil rights movement. I was one of those guys that sat in and marched and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know you were. And here he is recanting as he's getting ready to withdraw his nomination for the presidency because he plagiarized a bunch of speeches and then, of course, he lied about the civil rights movement. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was, I was concerned. I wasn't involved, but I was concerned. I was not an activist. <laughs> I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. Was that when Corn Pop came after you? I was involved. I was involved in what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I yeah. was involved, but I was not out marching. <laughs> I was not down in Selma. No. I was not anywhere else. Yeah. I was a suburbanite kid who got a dose of exposure to what was happening to black Americans. When I'm yeah, you know, and a lot of people did, but we don't claim we're part of the civil rights movement. Oh, here he is in 2020, the campaign, uh, once again saying he's part of the civil rights movement. I got involved in desegregated movie theaters and helping you may remember reverend moyer in delaware and herman holloway organized voter registration drives coming out of black churches yeah, sure. sunday figuring how we were going to move sure you did in october <laughs> uh, i was invited to uh, the yeah. national civil rights museum sure in memphis were. to receive yeah. the freedom award a thing when i sat in black churches in the east side of wilmington getting ready to and by the way, next to Jewish, two Jewish rabbis. Oh, yeah, they might as well throw the Jews in there, too, so you can be even more diverse. You know, hey, hey, I mean, speak of that, you know, and oh, look, there's an Asian guy over there. I remember uh, one time I went into a Chinese restaurant. You know, honestly, really? Really, really, really? And then, of course, this weekend, he also, he, he went to grab the microphone and talk, and a band was playing, and he couldn't be heard, and Joe Biden had to say, Psst, Joe, nobody can hear you. I tell you what, I would like to learn it. Yeah, that's when uh, Jill, uh, you know, grabbed his arm and said, "Honey, let's let's go. You're embarrassing us. You're embarrassing." Reminded me of this scene from Indiana Jones, actually. Bro, he's got friends in every town and village from here to the Sudan. He speaks a dozen languages, knows every local custom. He'll blend in, disappear. You'll never see him again. Here it is. With any luck, he's got the grill already. Here's John. Uh, does anyone here speak English or even ancient Greek? A water? No, thank you, sir. No fish make love in it. Thank you so much. No, I don't thank you. No, I really don't want. Joe Biden is uh, Marcus Brody from Indiana Jones with dementia. All right, so he's even more clueless now. <laughs> just, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, Joe Biden announced that uh, ports in L.A. and Long Beach would start working 24-7 last week in order to re relieve the bottleneck of container ships sitting offshore in the area. Unexpectedly, no one listened. The ports were mostly ghost towns over the weekend. If I were going to be conspiratorial, I would say that the president met with the leaders of the two busiest ports in the United States and uh, didn't say anything to them, really, because they didn't do anything he asked. I don't know if this is just a, a matter of uh, these, these port owners going, you know, really, Joe? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's it. They kept us home from church. They kept us out of work. They kept our kids out of school. We couldn't go to concerts. We couldn't go to movies. We could do nothing. And now that we are not in the middle of a pandemic, we are in the end of a pandemic, I guess the next step would be food crisis. 
goods crisis going into the election year. I've got an article I'll try to share later in the show about why totalitarians like inflation. It's a real opportunity to distract and control. A real opportunity. Baltimore City employees got to get the vaccine. You got to get the vaccine. Monday, the mayor, who suffered greatly at home with no symptoms of COVID, everybody panic, clarified there is no way for workers to select a testing option or indicate uh, they're almost mostly vaccinated. You just have to do it. The testing portion of the policy for some starts on October the 25th. All right. So there you go. If you're a city worker and forgot to upload proof of vaccination, you still have to show up for work this week. Here's a little bit from uh, WBAL Channel 11 News about uh, what's happening with city employees who say, neck to the jab. By the end of this day, they have to prove it. That's according to the city's COVID-19 vaccination protocol, the HR department, and the mayor's office. Anybody who gets a paycheck directly from Baltimore City is running out of time to log into their workplace portal and upload proof that they are fully vaccinated. As of this morning, officials tell 11 News, 6,187... Those people are stupid insurrectionists, conspiracy theorists. City employees had done so. 48% of the workforce. Anyone who does not, for whatever reason, will be put on a list. Whatever reason, like personal choice or maybe a religious exemption. And subjected to weekly COVID-19 testing, which begins October 25th. In Chicago, they're saying that the police officers and other city uh, workers who decide to opt out and retire early after decades of service, just to be fascistic and to be, uh, I don't know, G-words for Richard, they want to take away their retirement for refusing the jab. That is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Evil. Yeah, I think evil is a good word for it. Absolutely evil and unacceptable. This is why so many people are saying no. I think most people, I think there's a fringe group of Alex Jones listeners who think the vaccine is, you know, doing this and doing that, and maybe it'll have some chip that can trace you or whatever and all that. No, no, no. Most people are just saying, you know, I I thought about it for a while, but now you're pushing me uh, into it. Uh, So, no, I'm going to say no. And you push a little bit harder. You say, you know what? When I said no, I'm going to add a bleep no. to How about that? A bleep no. This is very serious. People are choosing to give up their living, their income, profoundly impact themselves and their families, and it's not because they're crazy. It's not because they're insurrectionists. Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, said that. It's not because they are uh, spreading disinformation or misinformation. Here's more from the, uh, the Channel 11 story about city employees. It is a list that, as of this afternoon, city officials say, had about 6,700 names on it. 52% of the workforce. People who... That's e- yesterday, kids. I guess they're all going to be fired. Either forgot to do it, people who are not yet fully immunized, or people who have not had any shots at all. They're the the ones who are saying, bleep no. The administration says it's still planning to stand up about 20 testing sites citywide when that portion of the policy kicks in starting on Monday. And says the information that's submitted by today's deadline will help determine 
where all those testing sites will go. So if you are on the list for whatever reason, officials say you will get more information. It's like Santa's naughty list. You're on the naughty list. From the You've been naughty. Administration and your HR representative later this week about when you will be required to get your test and which location you must go to. Unbelievable. Here's the wrap of the uh, Channel 11 story about city employees. And I'd like to hear if you are, uh, you know, uh, not doing it. What's your story? What's your story? What are you going to do? Are you insane? Are you an insurrectionist? Are you spreading disinformation? So what about booster shots and additional doses? The feds authorized those for some groups weeks ago or months ago. What if you haven't gotten yours yet? Do you still show up for work? We asked the mayor's office about this, and they told us because the guidance from the federal health regulators remain so unclear, the city itself has... Yeah, because it takes a while to pull a policy out of your rear end. ...to update its... Because it's stuck sometimes. you got to kind of... ...own policy for this vaccination mandate to reflect boosters or additional doses of any kind, although they're leaving the door open for that to happen later. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, uh, 6,700 employees yesterday still hadn't gotten the stick, even though it is mandatory. Mandatory. Companies with over 100 employees are being told, uh, vaccinate your employees, or we're going we're gonna to fine the crap out of you. I don't know how this is constitutional in any way, shape, or form, but it's being done. And again, I'm not anti-vaccine. I just don't like to be told what to do. And the more you try to tell me to do something, the more I say, No. And then I say, bleep, no. And then I say, bleep, bleep, no. There was protests outside of uh, Northrop Grumman, the BWI location. Here's some of the, uh, some of the audio from uh, WJZ-TV. Max, many of the protesters were Northrop Grumman employees and their families outside the company's BWI location. They I'd say most of them were. They, they are not against the vaccine, but they are in favor of whether or not they can be able to get it. Fighting for medical freedom. We got a bunch of uh, patriotic Americans who, uh, as you can see, uh, work for Northrop Grumman and uh, we're defense contractors. Protesters lined the streets outside Northrop Grumman's BWI facility Monday morning, many with American flags in hand to protest against the company's vaccine. I'll bet you they're white supremacists. They're all a bunch of white supremacists, even the people of color, white supremacists. Mandates. Mandates in general upon uh, you know free citizens of this country is unconstitutional. And uh, and if not it, in Joe Biden's America. It, if it starts here, where does it end? This comes a week after Northrop Grumman told its employees they need to be fully vaccinated by December 8th, in line with the federal vaccine mandate. Under the mandate, there's no testing option. So employees are giving no testing option. What is that about? These are faced with if they don't fall under an exemption, they're faced with getting vaccinated. What is behind this? What is behind this? You can't get tested. And if you test positive, you stay home and then you get natural immunity and then you're not you're not a threat to anybody. And who are you a threat to the other vaccinated employees? Dear God, why do we have it? Why do we have it? Here's a little bit more of the uh, the story from uh, WJZ. Thought it was my body, Let's my go. choice. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Similar protests have been held outside businesses and hospital systems across the state, all with the same message. We should not be forced to put something in our body that we don't want to. 
and we're going to stand behind that. They want to keep their employment high. Employment lawyer Christina Balmarsish says right now companies are facing a tough challenge implementing this new policy. But at the same time, they want to keep their employees healthy. So it's a balancing act. But protesters say they just want their voices to be heard. I did not need to play that. Gets rid of the mandate. We're not anti-vax. We're not anti-North of Grumman. We're just pro-choice. Whoa, 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 whoa! What did he just say there? What did he just say there? Be heard and hopes the company gets rid of the mandate. We're not anti-vax. We're not anti-North of Grumman. We're just pro-choice. Uh, yeah, I think we need to play this. That's what I was getting at right here because uh, we need a palate cleanser. There it is, right now. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. Dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Biden says take the shot or go home, so I'm walking out the door. Take your jab and stick it. I won't take this crap no more. 6,700 Baltimore employees. Joe Biden's been in D.C. for going on 50 years. It must be crazy. And now he's trying to bring us down. Playing on people's fears. I've seen a lot of folks in DC lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. With Democrats, I've had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. We still got a constitution. Jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the USA. <laughs> All right. Um, there you go. There you go. Oh, this uh, this headline was just sent to me. As San Francisco Police Union warns emergency calls will be unanswered as vaccine mandate cuts rosters. This is going to happen in Chicago. Already a mess because of a really, really bad mayor. Uh, this is going to happen to Baltimore with another really, really bad mayor. It is amazing that city officials in cities around the country are not falling on the sword for this, but they are shoving the sword through you. Again, I'm I'm not anti-vaccine, but there are a lot of things that are not adding up as far as forcing businesses to make people get the vaccine and not giving the them the testing option not getting the testing option would i be willing if if i was going to lose my living to consider you know i'll get a test once a week i've heard it's very inconvenient to do the test i'll tell you that i might consider the testing thing but you know if your choice is to not get vaccinated because you don't want the vaccine for a variety of reasons, why are they pushing it so hard? Why are they willing to destroy people? Why are they willing to destroy people? Why are they willing to take away a person's life, life's work for retiring early rather than get the vaccine? Why? I want to know why. I want to know why people are not answering this question. I want to know why city officials and and federal government officials are not answering this question. Why? 
Why? 86,000 members of the Navy tested positive for COVID in the last year. 0.2% died of it. Why? Why is the Navy going to boot everybody out of the Navy who doesn't get the vaccine? Why? If the government is so concerned about your health, why are they willing to ruin your life? Think about it, kids. American Hartford Gold is a sponsor of this program. The government spending is out of control. Dark days ahead for the dollar. It's going to happen, guys. It's history repeating itself. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> so here's what you can do. The only company I would recommend is American Hartford Gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA. They make it easy. They have the highest rating from the Better Business Bureau, an A-plus rating. If you call them right now, I'm going to give you the number, so grab a pen real quick. All right? Grab a pen real quick. You can get up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. All right? So here's the number, 866-204-8226. If you don't have a pen with you or you don't, you, know, you, know, you have no short-term memory like Joe Biden, uh, just text Rob. R-O-B to 65532. Rob to 65532. Rob, 65532 for American Hartford Gold. So uh, joining us on the phone, we have special guests. He is Mike Crispy. He is the host of the Red, White, and Truth podcast on Right Side Broadcast Network. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show. What's up with you? Rob, what's going on, sir? Listen, I like your comedy. It's really funny. But here in New York City today, no laughing matter. We got empty shelves at the grocery store. I don't know what's going on. It's almost, I'd laugh if it wasn't so crazy. Now, here's here's what I, I think, and this is something that I've been positing. I believe that what's happening at the ports is unnecessary, but I do believe it is self-inflicted. Uh, we are not in the middle of a pandemic. We are at the end of a pandemic, and we are going into an election year. And the next thing, I think the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to try to starve you out. It's been conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory, and they keep getting proven right. I mean, yeah. President Trump puts out these statements. He says, you know, Joe Biden, he, he wears a mask, and he's wearing a mask and putting mask mandates in place just to cover him from speaking. You know, the guy, they put the mask mandates so he can wear it everywhere, except when he's at a restaurant, of course. Yeah. And then he doesn't have to speak. He hides. I'm telling you, what's going on at the ports right now, I think this is the plan. I mean, this Democrat Party and the line of the Democrats in 2022 is they want to keep people down, suppressed, scared, and have them eaten out of the palm of their hands, eating the breadcrumbs they're giving them, and telling them that it's all Trump's fault. That's the plan. I think it's nuts. I guess we'll see if it'll work. Well, you know, and they're saying that the reason why that people are, that you're seeing empty store shelves is because the people, they're doing so well financially that they're able to buy more stuff. But, you know, oddly <laughs> yeah. enough, I, I went to Best Buy and they had uh, plenty of t big screen TVs. The only shortages I saw were uh, toilet paper and paper towels and chicken. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's funny. The, I read an article in the Washington Post today by a Michelin Maynard, that's her name. And she said, listen, don't rant about the short staff stores and the supply chain. Just lower your expectations. Lower your expectations. It's so funny. These liberals will do everything to spin everything except anything good that President Trump did. So I look at this lady. doesn't look like she's missing any meals. The lady who wrote the article, she doesn't seem like she's having any problems. But they tell us, don't worry. Lower your expectations. A little socialism is good for you. It builds your builds your toughness up. It's crazy, Rob. I, I'm worried about that. And... Um... I do believe that what's happening in the ports is completely unnecessary. And also this, this, uh, this vaccination mandate. If the government is so concerned for your health, why are they willing to ruin your life? Why yeah, is no, that? 
Yeah, no, I mean, they, they do not care. I look at what's going on. Like, they don't, if they were caring about safety and people, they wouldn't be telling the cops, listen, if you retire early, okay, you no. are going to be done. You're not going to get your benefits, not going to get your pension. I saw that come out of Chicago. Everything they're doing right now is the opposite of public health and safety. Joe Biden, I mentioned it, was in a restaurant not wearing a mask. It's so hypocritical. And then you have people getting flown in all over the country in the middle of the night. Are they yeah. tested for COVID? Are they getting tested every day and no. waiting on their test results the next day before they get dropped into a city near you? Of course not. So all of this is about control. It's about taking the population and making them submit. And it's about saying, listen, you're either with this, you know, Joe Biden regime, this, you know, new type of government where you are standing in line, in the breadcrumb line, waiting for the Biden administration to give you stuff. You're either with that or you're against us, and we're going to squeeze you out. And it won't be mandatory, but we're going to make your life miserable, take all your money away, and, you know, you can just fade into oblivion. It's so crazy. I can't believe we're living yep. in it. Yeah, Mike, now you, this is Mike Crispy, the host of the uh, Red, White, and Truth podcast. Thing. Let me ask you this. How bad are the shortages? Where are you seeing the shortages? They have major grocery stores. Um, yeah. I saw shortages of uh, the toilet paper uh, and the paper towels in the chicken at Sam's Club. Uh, but what, yeah. what's missing on the shelves? What's, what's gone from the shelves there? Here in uh, New York City, uh, where we broadcast our show, I mean, you look right now, it's all of the necessary things, right? Your toiletries, okay? You mentioned the toilet paper, the thing. You go into a Dwayne Reed or a Walgreens, and you can't tell if everything is missing because they changed the laws where you can loot up to $900 of stuff yeah. without getting in trouble, or it's a supply chain shortage. So it's either everything is stuck at the port intentionally, which you said, which I totally agree with, or it's the fact that there's no law and order in these big cities. So really, it's just across the board, Rob. I mean, it's your, it's your staples, it's your food, and then it's also your everyday essentials like toilet paper, paper towels, shampoos, everything. I, the, the paper, literally no paper. It's just really funny. I, I think it's also interesting. They're saying that the reason why the ports are not being uh, emptied, and, and literally there's, there, there's container ships out, the ports are absolutely full, absolutely full, yeah. and they say they can't get any truck drivers. Well, then why doesn't the government step in and say, here's what we're going to do. We are going to, if you have a trucking company, we are going to pay your uh, employee, you, you know, give, give you a tax break, maybe even give you cash because they're so good at throwing around cash to a trucking company and say, hey, we will help you out in this time to get drivers. So you, maybe we'll, we'll figure out a, whether a tra tax credit or what. We'll give you, you know, the yeah. worker will get a $3,000 bonus for Christmas if you, if you sign up. This is not incurable. This is self-inflicted. I swear to God, Mike, this is self-inflicted. It 100% is. And I'm telling you, the truck drivers, I hear stories, truck drivers, they're waiting there, they're waiting there, they're ready. And you, they're, they're saying, okay, there are people saying they're at the ports. They can't get it. There's no workers at the ports, right? The unions are battling with the vaccine mandate. The truckers, there's a shortage of truck drivers. And the trucking companies are saying, listen, there's the goods. We can't get them. But the Biden administration doesn't care because people who are truck drivers, everyday Americans out there, they vote on the Republican line. And the Democrats, at this point, if you're not living in a major city where you are getting your unemployment benefits, your welfare benefits, they don't care about you. So they could care less about that. And Mayor Pete is busy out on paternity leave and all these other things. You care less about the truck drivers, Rob. He's too yeah. busy, uh, I don't know, breastfeeding, whatever he's doing with his kids, but he's yeah. too busy having fun with his newborn than caring about all the truck drivers and these trucking companies that uh, have no way to get things around. What about, what, about career truck, what about career truck drivers? Well, where the hell yeah. are they? Are they there and just not getting the work? I mean, because honestly, if you drive a truck for a living, you don't just suddenly stop driving a truck for a living. 
Well, I got to yeah. tell you, Rob, I think, <laughs> no. why I think your point is so accurate that this is intentional because I've seen conflicting <sighs> things on social media. I see truck drivers lined up waiting in some places, and in other places I see it where they got all the goods and they got no truck drivers to take them. So I'm telling you, this is an intentional plan to destabilize the country as we know it, to get America feeling more anxious, more vulnerable. That's what the Democrat Party does. And these truckers, a lot of truckers that I read articles about, they're retiring early because they're like, screw this. I don't want to get tested every day and have to wait for my test results at 4 a.m. So they're retiring early. They don't want the job. We've never seen people leaving their jobs so much as they are now collectively in every industry. And, I mean, this is the plan. This is how you get a government and a powerful nation like the USA to change fundamentally. You do it from the inside out, and Mm -hmm. that's what Biden is doing. It is so sick. Or Biden or the people behind the scenes pulling his strings, Rob. It it just can't. I mean, this this has to end. Uh, And I've been talking about a, a peaceful Berlin Wall movement. This has got to end. This nonsense has got to end. I think there are ways that we can make Joe Biden's administration crumble like the paper tiger that it is. Uh, We are right now seeing in stadiums around the country, have you ever heard in your life people chanting F the president by the tens of thousands and millions? Have you ever heard anything like that in your life, Mike? No. You know, and it's funny. I I played college football. And I was in stadiums and all this, and I watched college football games religiously. And everyone is chan- everyone when Donald Trump shows up to a stadium, they cheer this man like a rock mm-hmm. star. I work for Right Side mm-hmm. Broadcasting. I cover events uh, live and do reporting mm-hmm. live at Trump rallies. It's like going to a SEC football tailgate. They're lined up for this man. They're so excited. And then Joe Biden, it, it, we've never seen something like this because I'm telling you, Rob, in this age of censorship and canceling, the only way that the masses can – Get, let their voice be heard is by doing it in a football stadium of 80,000 where they can't cancel everybody at once. Yep. So I think it's hilarious. Yep. It's accurate. But it's also a cry for help because this is the only way that the masses can express themselves because if they do it on Facebook, if they do it on Twitter or somewhere else, they're going to be canceled. They're going to lose their job. Some blue-haired freak at their company is going to report them to HR, and then they're going to lose their living. So it's like this is the only way they could do it. FJB, I love it. I've never heard it. And I think it's only going to get louder. Uh, Just one more thing. Um, It's interesting. Joe Biden is doing a town hall tomorrow night in Baltimore. It's not being announced where it is. It is invitation only. And I I have a feeling the reason it is is that we don't know where it's going to be is because thousands of people will show up and say, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) I really do, bro. It's it's all foreshadowing. (laughs) We saw we have empty shelves now. And before that, we had Joe Biden's empty gymnasiums with the little circles around them where he had eight people sitting in a chair. If Joe Biden had an event open to the public, I don't think more than 100 people would show up, Rob. And out of 185% of them would be counter-protesters. So this man has no popularity. I think we all know what's going on here. He's the least popular president in history. We all know this. He's really just this uninspired, stand-in, can't-string-two-sentences-together puppet. And it's tragic. It's also humorous. And you do a good job of making fun of it. But well, uh, it's tragic. <laughs> well, I, I think I think the SS Titanic is taking on water. I, yeah. I said that I said that from the get go. The SS Titanic set sail on January the 20th, 2021, and it is taking on water very quickly. You and I are going to yeah. get lifeboats, but the Democrat Party, uh, the mainstream media, and big social media are going to go down with the ship. 
they're they're hitching their wagon on first mate Kamala Harris to save the day <laughs> and steer them through, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Mike, I, I got to run, buddy. But thanks for joining me on the show today. Uh, host of Red, White, and Truth podcast on the uh, on the Right Side Broadcasting Network. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, if you go at Red White Truth, you find me everywhere at okay. Red White Truth on Right Side Broadcasting. Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern, Rob. I love your show. Thank you so much. You're a pioneer you, for making these things funny, although they're crazy. So yeah. thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm very concerned about the port situation. I'm very concerned about this government, if it's willing to lie to you for two years about a virus and overinflate infection and death numbers, and that's indisputable, by the way. I have tons of material, uh, not from um, uh, right-wing websites. I surf a lot of things. The government purposefully inflated COVID numbers by 1,600% before the election. And that's from, I'm drawing a blank on the scarf lady who used to work with, uh, with Anthony Fauci. She admitted that. Maybe that's why she's no longer, we're not seeing her anymore. Top Biden officials keep being MIA during crisis. Think about this. I don't know if this is sheer incompetence or they just want to wreck everything. I mean, honestly, think about it. You got to Pete Boot Edge Edge, who went on a two-month paternal leave for adopted newborn twins. Uh, he's a child. He's a man-child. He's a little man-child. He's like he's like Michael J. Fox. Uh, you know, in his teens, he got to uh, be the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Tom Cotton says Pete Buttigieg was completely unqualified to serve as Secretary of Transportation. Now Pete is absent during a transportation crisis that is hurting working class Americans. He was on he was on paternity leave. You little punk, you little punk, you're a public service now and you're a you're a big boy. Put your big boy panties on. Well, he might actually wear. Anyway, <clears throat> Kamala Harris, where is she? She's the she's the border czar. Flew to Palm Springs, a resort town about 107 miles east of Los Angeles for a private family manor. Harris spent one night on October the 1st at an undisclosed location in Palm Springs. No other reason given for the trip. She visited New Jersey instead of accompanying Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, two worthless tools who are doing nothing, and U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland for high-level security talks in Mexico City. On September 17th, the same day that the U.S. Marine Corps General Kenneth McKenzie, commander of the U.S. Central Command, told reporters that an August 29th drone strike targeted ISIS actually killed 10 civilians in Afghanistan, not terrorists, Joe Biden and Jill went to Rehoboth, Delaware for a quiet weekend of church service and bike rides. Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, was vacationing in the Hamptons just before the fall of Kabul on August the 15th when Taliban insurgents completed their retaking of the country 20 years after their ouster. Blinken, like other U.S. officials, had to be called back from vacation once things started rapidly deteriorating in Afghanistan. What in the world? Fire every one of these people. Fire every one of these people. But they won't get fired because in government you can fail, 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 fail. Fail for decades. You can fail for five decades and get elected president under really questionable circumstances. Here, just listen. Here's an article that I just saved. And I am unabashedly saying that the 2020 election was stolen because Joe Biden sucks. 
And because he literally, in his entire, entire uh, campaigning, uh, about 2,000 people showed up to see him. Donald Trump, 1.1 million. We saw uh, caravans of vehicles 120 miles long. Do you know how far 120 miles is? 120 miles of cars supporting, that's just one, and the boat flotillas with 10,000 boats. And Joe Biden stayed in the basement. Please, we're not stupid. The turnout numbers are odd in some states like Wisconsin, which had 89%, 89% of voters. Yeah, It's kind of weird because if you, if you look at Wisconsin, that would have required to get 89% turnout. That would have required 900,000 people showing up for same-day registration and voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's another one. That's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here, um, let me see. <clears throat> Trump won the largest non-white vote share for a Republican presidential candidate in 60 years. Biden underperformed Hillary Clinton in every major metro area around the country except for, are you ready, Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. 500,000 votes came in the morning after the election. 3,000 were for Trump. Zuckerbucks paid for thousands of, ready for this, unmonitored ballot boxes where people could arrive and dump dozens of votes or hundreds of votes. One person could dump hundreds or thousands of votes. And they all came in the next day after the five battleground states stopped vote counting. And then they had to kind of get their stuff together and decide how many votes that Biden would need. And they came up with the votes. Trump victories in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin were on target until in the middle of the night, counting was arbitrarily halted. Miraculously, several hundred thousand votes, all for Biden, were mysteriously found. Found! Trump's real lead subsequently vanished. Analysis of election night voter from all states show millions of votes either switched from Trump to Biden or were lost. New election fraud whistleblowers came forward on Tuesday, this is last year, including a postal subcontractor who was told that over 100,000 ballots in Wisconsin were gathered the day after the election and backdated so they would be counted. There were over 1,000 whistleblowers who said things like that, and the mainstream media has no interest in uh, pursuing the story, the biggest story, the biggest theft in the history of the country. And I am unabashedly unafraid to say... And more than 50% of Americans are saying the same thing. More than 50% of Americans are saying the same thing. And it's crossing party lines. Fragile Democrats face dire 2022 prospects. Democrat strategists and operatives are anything but optimistic about the party's odds moving into the 2022 midterm elections. Uh, And you know what? They should be driven from office and the Democrat party should be blown up figuratively. Because of what they have tried to do the last two years to this country and what they are continuing to do right now. It's going to do it for the show today, guys. I greatly appreciate you. It's growing by leaps and bounds. Thank you for joining me in the meantime, and please share with others. Just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast if you want all the digital platforms where it's available. And, of course, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can go there or just the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Write a five-star review. That would be awesome. Uh, God bless you guys. God bless our soldiers, both living and past Gold Star families. 
police and all first responders and you and you thank you very much and until tomorrow don't catch the stupid thanks for listening to the newsmax daily with rob carson check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com, or watch free on youtube roku apple pluto zumo amazon fire and your smart tv newsmax america's fastest growing cable news channel check NewsmaxTV.com for details